girl walks by the table and we meet her and we're like, she's adorable and beautiful and all that. And then she leaves. And one of the guys at the table is like, oh, she gives a great blowjob. And I was like, duh. Like, we knew that. And you're like, how? I was like, there's some girls you meet and you know she gives a good blowjob. There's, I think there's three categories. One you meet and you're like, I have no idea. I can't tell. One category you meet and you think she's really good or she's really bad and then she's the opposite. And then there are ones that you meet. These are like the unicorns. And you know she's good and she is good. And this was her. We're your besties in your ear. Back for another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. We're in the state of New York. We're back, baby. We are in my apartment. Watch on YouTube. Yes. The lighting is great. Uh, welcome. What did I f- figure out a few, like an hour ago that Taylor Swift saying welcome to New York? Welcome to New York. Yes, I didn't know that. You thought, who did you think sung it? I don't know. There's the I'm still New York song. Oh, I, would, I think I was thinking I'm back. Back, Back in the, the New, New York, York group. That thing. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, where you're like, oh, I was going to say, I don't think that you would know with a song, Welcome to New York, unless you were a Taylor Swift fan. It's like a deep track. Welcome. Because I was like, no, she, I was like, she's saying Welcome to New York. And Alana's like, yeah, that, that's her song. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's her. Um, this <clears throat> podcast is presented by Pink Whitney, which is the number one vodka flavored vodka which is like obviously and you know what we discovered and we went and bought when we were in charlotte was a bottle of pink whitney and they now have the 1.75 milliliter bottle which is great for summer because you can buy it share it with your friends pour everybody's shots it's like the perfect little household item so go get yours i've got mine in the kitchen also i just the idea of drinking like a fun pink vodka all summer sounds lovely on ice yeah yeah Throw your favorite mixer in there. Life will be a dream. What's your um, music taste for the summer? Like I was in a real big country phase and I just transitioned to rap yesterday. What's yours? So mine isn't really seasonal. It just kind of comes and goes. But right now, remember I was telling you I'm in like that country folk. Yes. I'm a massive Noah Khan fan. And I got into his music about a month ago because of TikTok, maybe two months ago. And I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. You like him a lot. Yeah. He's your guy. He's a he. Yes. He's a he. Yeah. So when we were in Charlotte, we, I mean, how long does everybody have of <laughs> the topics that we discovered? But the first thing is we had a friend, Ron, who's 60 years old. And he'll love that he got a shout out. We love Ron. Hi, Ron. Hi, Ron. <laughs> Red Rocks Ron. Red Rocks Ron. R-R-R. He, we went over to his house and he pulled out a bottle of perfume. And he's like, I got this for the neighbor that comes over and like helps him do stuff. And we were like, okay, like you bought another girl perfume. Another woman. Another woman <laughs> perfume. And I was like, that's kind of an intimate gift. And he was like, well, she's married. And we were like, you bought a married girl perfume. Like, did do you know that she likes this scent or are we just guessing? And then we were like, that's, that's pretty interesting to think about buying someone perfume. Like that to me is not even a first gift you give somebody in a couple. That's like year two. Well, especially because that smell you're giving them is something that you're going to have to smell on a regular basis. So, so like, it's something that's just going to be in your life with that person. But Ron told me, he had a little strategy behind it. Not with this girl, but he told me in general when we were, when we were driving. And he was like, you have to give people intimate gifts like perfume or jewelry because they'll remember you forever. Because every time they spray that or every time they wear that piece of jewelry, they'll be thinking of you. And I was like, Ron, that's valuable. But let me tell you something about me. I throw everything away when I break up with someone. 
<laughs> if somebody bought you a really nice perfume and you loved the scent and it's, you know, it's $500 mm-hmm. and you still have three fourths of the bottle left, but you broke up. Are you keeping the perfume? Cause I'm keeping the perfume or are you throwing it away because it reminds you of them? Well, it depends what happened between us, but I think I would, if it was, if I was heartbroken, I would probably have to throw it away because smell is a very big sense of mine. Like that's how I remember things or like if I smell something that will bring me back to a memory that I think I would get really sad every time I smelt it. So it's got to go. Even like my ex-boyfriend's cologne. If I smell that on another person, I'm like, shit. So are we, are we getting rid of the scent in general? Or are you buying your own bottle or like that scent's gone? That scent is gone. And if you smell it on another girl in like five years, are you going to remember? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, remember I told you guys a story of how I smelled my ex-boyfriend from high school's cologne one day and it like brought me back to like, I vividly remember the memory. It was like, I was walking back in the halls of high school and it just made me sad, even though I have no feelings for him. But I was like, oh my God, like this smell just brings me back. Yeah, yeah that's so yes, true. I dated a guy in college. I had long hair and he- How long? Long. Like, like, like probably Jordan's length. Wow, so like to hear. Well, first when I first started dating, it was like shoulder length, and then it was like here actually. It got he let it go really long. You dog. Yeah. Did you do a man bun? Yeah. Oh, that's hot. It was man when bun. it was hot too. So it was like so hot. Mm-hmm. But like now I'm like my friends like make fun of me for it that it happened. But at the time it was like hot. Like wasn't man buns hot in like twenty it was like twenty sixteen. Yeah. 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 But so he smelled so strongly of this like certain uh shampoo. And when I smell it, I'm like in the frat house. It immediately <laughs> you know takes I mean? you back to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It puts you in that it place. It puts you in that place. Yeah. Songs can do that to me. Mm-hmm. If I heard a song during an era and I hear it, I can be like, oh, that makes me happy. That makes me sad. Yeah. My friend texted me the other day and she was like, this lady told or um, spoke, she called her something that her grandma used to call her. And she's like, it made me so sad because it made me miss my grandma. And she's like, has that ever happened to you? And I was like, that doesn't really happen with words. I'm a smell person. So it sounds like you're like a song person mm-hmm. or smell. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I know we've talked about it so many times, but it is freaky. I know. But so my thing is I could keep the perfume all day. I kept my, when me and my boyfriend broke up in high school and he went to college, he had bought me a bottle of perfume and I kept it and I just kept wearing it. And like, he no longer was even associated with it for oh. me. But it's like the other, this is what I thought was funny too. This is so guy of guys. Ron was taking the perfume out of it, spraying it on us and putting it back in the box and he was still going to give it to us. Oh yeah, back to Ron. I personally don't think you should give someone perfume unless you're dating because that is an intimate gift. <laughs> unless you, I guess you know their scent. What's an intimate gift though? Okay, because I this I like that he said give intimate gifts so people think of you. Yeah. But what's a non-perfume intimate gift you can give somebody? A gift card. A gift card feels so unintimate. But for wait, you, I thought you said a non a non intimate gift. No, so sorry. I was like <laughs> the worst gift. Like I'm sorry. My brain heard. What's a non intimate gift that you can give someone? I was like, bro, you want to give him a candle too? Wait, sorry. What'd you say? I, I did. I think I did say that. What I meant was an intimate gift that's not perfume. Like, what's another example? Jewelry. Okay, I like that. A lingerie. Lingerie. Do you think it's awkward for guys to have to guess girl size in lingerie? Yes. Me too. I always think about a guy going to buy a girl lingerie and I'm like, what size are you getting her? No, you guys, one time. So one of my good friends, she got married because she got pregnant. They are still together to this day. They are the happiest, most wonderful couple in the world. I love them so much. I know she listens. So hi, if you're listening. Um, But for her bachelorette party, I can't remember if she had told people besides the girls in the party that she was pregnant or not. But I knew she was going to be 
very pregnant soon. So I got her like a larger size of lingerie because I was like, well, for nine months, she's going to be bigger. And I want her to be able to use the lingerie. And it was so embarrassing because when we went around to do gifts, she literally looked and she was like, holy shit, Jordan. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I got this for when you're pregnant so you and your husband can use it for the foreseeable future. I was thinking nine months ahead, not nine months after your pregnancy. I'm so sorry, but it was so embarrassing because I got her a bigger size. I think if if a guy overshoots a girl's size... There's like nothing more embarrassing. But then also on the other side of that, if they go in too small and she can't fit into it, nothing more embarrassing. So it's like, does he just ask her her size or does he just guess? Like you can't surprise. I'm like, how does a guy buy a girl lingerie? That's so valid. I think it's safe to just stay away from the clothes. Cause yeah, if a guy got me a bigger size, I'd be so offended. But if he got me too small of a size, I'd be too embarrassed to be like, I need a bigger size. Yeah, like it doesn't fit me. So it's like, what do you do? But then I guess the good news is a lot of girls are like, can I have 75 XLs of a sweatshirt? Yeah. Okay, on that note, actually... We were at a bar and I asked these guys to guess our ages. <laughs> and there was three of us sitting there. We were with one guy and then it was like us two girls. And the guy had on like a backwards hat and you, neither of us had, oh, I had a hat on, but you did not. No, my hair was just down that day. So he's like, her 27. Like, whoop, ching. Like, Boom, nailed it. The guy, he guesses 10 years younger than his age. Like he's 46, guesses 36. And we're like, what the heck? <laughs> he guessed me at 31. No. Alex, 35. You lied about the 31. It was 35. No, no, no. He guessed 31. I said no, and then he guessed 33. Oh, oh I wow. thought he guessed 35, and then you lied to him, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm 31. I told the guys the next day there. I was like, it's funny because I am 35. But they guessed over. And so I knew, like, the funny response there. It's like, oh, my God. But then you were like, it's so funny. For guys, if you guess older, they're complimented. For girls, if you guess older, we're insulted. Yeah. But I was like, I'm actually not insulted. I'll start being insulted when I'm in my 45s. And people guess up. Mm. But I'm not insulted right now if they guess up. I'm I'm flattered. Essentially, was he older? No, he, no, was, he was like he 22. Was 22. Oh. And I guessed 27 and for him. And he was so, he was like very flattered. He's like, thank you. But I'm 22. And I was like, oh, weird. When If you would have said 35 for me, I'd have been like, excuse me. But you're right. There's the stigma for girls. We're so quick to be like, oh my God, you guessed I was older. Like, do I look like I'm aging? But for guys, they're like, yeah, I look older. Like, I'm mature. I'm a man. Yeah, I don't really... I honestly think it's just like an initial reflex of why I would be offended. Because if I really think about it, I'm like, why would being being called 31 be offensive? I mean, I would say most girls look similar from 20... I don't know, man. Some of these kids these days, some of these, some of these high schoolers, yeah. you're telling me you're in high school, you are 25. It's freaky. And beautiful. Kids are too pretty these days. Like, what happened to the days when teenagers were ugly mother truckers? I get on Instagram sometimes, and I'm like, the, and I'll go to her profile, and she's like, UGA, freshman year. And I'm like, no, 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 you're 28, and you are a 12 out of 10. Like, what is happening? Same with girls who are like, I'm a freshman in high school. I'm like, you're 31, and you have five times bo- more Botox than I do. How do you look so beautiful? And I feel sorry for your mommy and your daddy. Yeah. And what are and and are we making good decisions? Because there is no way the boys around you are able to behave themselves. I just I don't get it. Like, kids, we today. were all so ugly when we were younger. We've looked at and our parents pictures. were so. Remember, but remember when we were in high school, our parents were like, "You guys are so pretty these days." Here's what we looked like in high school, mm-hmm. and now I'm like. No, I'm scared. What 
if we have kids, what they will look like. It's the makeup thing too. Like this whole attention to makeup and like being able to do more with the face. Yeah. I feel like it's like a whole um, trend. I didn't wear makeup really. What year were you guys when you wore makeup? I think I was, um, I think I started wearing makeup like maybe junior year. Same. Yeah. I would wear like tinted bronzer. Yeah. I think I started wearing makeup in like seventh grade. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Maybe six. I knew it. You didn't have full boobs. I did. <laughs> Alana is the girl no, we're talking it was about. like fucked up. It was not cool. Yeah. yeah. I didn't kiss a boy until I was 15. But I mean, okay. I didn't do it well. No, but also, you still my mom did it. worked at L'Oreal, so right. I had an inside scoop. Yeah, I did the raccoon eyes for about a year and then I like stopped wearing makeup and then I like went back to wearing makeup. Cause mm. I was like, remember the raccoon eyes where yeah. it's like black all around your eyes? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's like a circle. It's like, and it looks so good. Yeah. And you're like, my eyes are popping, but they're like, yeah, hide. like they're shit. like hiding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. My makeup, um, my makeup seasons have really changed throughout life. Your makeup is fly. Thank and I, you. And I get ricochet shots off of it. And I get to, I, or like good things. Like I learn about it. Oh yeah. Cause I've given you all my, all my secrets. Yeah. Every time I go to Sephora, I'm better because of it. Okay. Quick pause to talk about Barstool Bites. Is there anything better than having that first sip of coffee in the morning? No, there's not. It's like getting your first kiss every single day. It's euphoric. Stella Blue Coffee supports pets unlike big coffee. So for every purchase, a portion of the proceeds go directly towards helping Paws Animal Shelter, helping dogs find homes. Really, I mean, there's nothing better than coffee and dogs. You can get yours tomorrow. Available on StellaBlueCoffee.com and next day shipping on Amazon Prime. Get your coffee now before they sell out. Stop waiting in line at Starbucks, ordering on all the confusing apps, and having your name spelled wrong on the cup because there's nothing worse. Go to StellaBlueCoffee.com and use promo code MEAN. That's code MEAN, M-E-A-N, for 10% off your next order. Woo! Can we talk about my dust theory? Yes, let's talk about it. (laughs) Dust off. Yeah, you do that. I'm going to drink. Okay, so... Alex and I were talking when we were in in Charlotte and I was saying how I think that there's this theory and I just named it the relationship dust theory where people who, well, I'll use myself for example. So I did someone for five years and then after him and I broke up, I was with someone for a year after that. And then after him, I was with someone for like four months. It was very easy for me to find people. Like I was, I was consistently finding people that I really enjoyed being around pretty easily and very organically And then COVID happened and I did not talk to a man for a year and a half. Like, I mean, I don't think most people did. Like I was truly quarantined. I didn't, I don't think I kissed anyone even for a year and a half. And then after that, I have really not dated anyone consistently besides maybe like one person, but that was on and off since then. And I was telling Alex, I was like, I feel like once you get out of a relationship, the relationship dust slowly starts to leave your body. And then once it's gone, I don't know how to get it back because everyone knows those people who jump from relationship to relationship. And we all know those people where we are like, they've been single forever, but we don't know anyone where it's like, oh yeah, they dated someone for a year, took a year off, dated someone again for a year, took a year off. So I'm like, is that a real thing? And why is that? And then the counter, not the counter, but like the first question is like when you first get out of a relationship, then you know what it's like to have that structure and like you're in the mindset of dating and like not being alone. So you find the next person. Mm-hmm. And then the further away you get from that, are you more used to being alone? So you're like, I'm not settling. Yeah. And so then it is like the dust does wear off. And I think that's interesting because most of the time when you get out of a relationship, you're probably sad about it. Mm-hmm. Think I would assume the mindset there is who do I date next? Not how do I operate alone? Yeah. So that's like maybe where and I would I would think you would pick somebody 
probably most of the time an overcorrection of what you just had that, fi- that fixes the problem. But you would be more apt to like pick somebody, whereas now you're probably so much pickier because you're like, why would I put myself back in that if it's not perfect? Yeah, and I even made the comment, and I was like, the next man I date like that I call my boyfriend will be my husband. And the people we were with were like, that's a mindset you should not have because that's a lot of pressure you put on yourself. Okay. Which I, I actually appreciated hearing. Yeah, I was like severely tapped out at this point. So I was just listening. <laughs> I had like a major anxiety attack, but sorry, I'm not laughing at that. No, I know you're not. Of course you're not. I do think we should tell them your five, four, three, two, one thing. Oh yeah. We can talk about anxiety. Yeah. If you're comfortable with it. No, I totally am. We actually drove by that spot though on my way back from Walgreens and I like couldn't breathe. Like oh. I was like, Oh, ow, ow. I know. So that's funny. Okay. We'll, we'll come back to it. Yeah. We'll tally that. So I was listening to you guys talk though. And you were explaining this dust theory and you very casually were like, I mean like the next person I date, I'll marry. And he was like, no, like, sh-. and I remember being like, no, I was like, no, no, no. Somebody say no. And he was like, this one guy was like, no, you can't think like that because you're putting too much pressure on the situation of the next person you date. And so if they're anything other than, I think you, I think you take less chances then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you bought, I don't think you date as many people and you box people in. And I think you're setting yourself up for long-term failure. Well, remember how I made that comment? I think it was on the podcast where I was like, oh, I'll probably wait six to eight months before I call the person I'm dating my boyfriend. And everyone thought that that was absolutely insane, which now that I think about it, that is a very long time, but it was because I wanted to make sure that they were perfect before they're my boyfriend because my boyfriend is the person I want to marry, which is actually very unhealthy to think about it now that I think about it. Yeah. I think you have to, that to me feels like so heavy. Yeah. And like structured and like must be one way. And I feel like when you, it's funny, that same person that said that to you, I was talking to him later. He said, when you set your sights on one idea, you miss all these other ideas that could be happening around you. Where was I when he said that? I know. I was like, no, cause there's going to be this. And he's like, well, you have no idea. And it's so true. So it's like the same thing. If you're like the next person I date, I marry, you miss all these other opportunities. Yeah. Well, and you know, what's so funny. I keep telling you guys about the people I date and how I'm like, my picker's broken because I keep picking the same person because I'm not being open-minded at all to the people I'm dating. Right. I'm picking the exact same guy and I'm putting all my eggs in one basket, which I'm totally a hypocrite because I'd say it's so healthy not to do that. And I'm not even, even the guy from Dallas that like, we don't really talk about on the podcast anymore, but I was like, I could never just be half one foot in one foot out where some people was like, why not just to like figure out what you want. But I'm so like, I got to marry this person. Yeah. How can I marry them if it doesn't all make sense? Yes. But it's like, you don't have to marry them. You just kind of lightly are like, okay, let's see. God, making or uh, learning these decisions so late in life. I'm like, why could I have learned this five years ago? No, but I think it's good that you're open. Like that's the biggest thing though. Like somebody that's headstrong. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're the one that's going to miss everything. No. And I am missing everything because there's so many people out there that, because my therapist is always like, Jordan, you do realize you have a lot of options, but you're, but it's like, I do, but I'm not open-minded to any of those options because they don't fit the perfect person in my head, which I should realize by now is not the perfect person because that person has never worked out for me. He has failed three times that I can think of right now. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of three specific. They're, they're all pretty the same. They are. They all have very similar traits. I know it's so odd though. By odd, I mean... Like, I don't know why I think or assume that if I go on a date, I have to fully commit to this person. Right. Maybe it's because all I really knew was like, I've never really, I guess, ca- actually, 
to be honest with you guys, I've never casually dated. It's always been like the boyfriend of five years or like a committed relationship or like one or two dates with the person. Yeah. And then past the one or two, if it doesn't make perfect sense moving forward, you're not like, I did like that. He said this too, though. Like, like you have the power. And then he's like, and then you decide if you're going like you pick, I got the power. I, lo- I love it though. It's like, so that's actually like such like a novel thought though. Yeah. To be like, wait, they don't, I just get to pick. I know. I really should work on the whole casually dating thing. Or just like allowing myself to be okay with not knowing. Cause I think in the back of my head, we'll use like the Dallas person because he was like the most recent. I was, I was like, well, if, if we can't see somewhat of a future, actually this will work perfectly with our listener question. We're going to talk about later. Like what's the point of doing it where most people would be like, how we just like take it day by day and see what happens. One well, half fun. You could like have him and then like, maybe you made somebody here, but like options, like your therapist had so many options. Yeah. I mean, that listener question would fit in really well right now. Let's do it. What is it? Should we do a little mid, mid pod listener cue? Yeah, for sure. If the shoe fits, let's wear it. Cause I was like, this actually will fit perfectly. I forgot what the listener question is. I swear. I always learn so much from this podcast. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. The listener question is, what are your thoughts slash advice on starting in a relationship when you know there's an expiration date slash moving in a year and you don't want to do long distance? Well, I think it's twofold. So let me, let me clarify this. Are we all thinking the same thing? She's got a year left in the city and she's starting a relationship with a guy. Yeah. So she knows she's moving. Yeah. Or him or he's going to move. I never understand breaking your heart before you need to like, so for me, for her, I would say, all right, listen, you know, you're going to move, but if you like him enough, like if it hurts right now to not be with him, go for it. And you can cross that bridge when the year comes. Because why would you voluntarily hurt yourself now when you don't really need to? And like you guys get in in six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think if there's a chance where you're like, listen, we kind of like each other, but maybe we stop going on dates. I think if you're to the point where you're submitting this question, though, you like him enough, I say go for it. Yeah. I mean, five minutes ago, I would have said walk away. But I, I, I'm, I'm with Alex on that. Unless the only time I would be like maybe you should end it is if you two – have extremely different futures in your head. Like, let's say he's like, girl, I'm moving back to to Oklahoma. I want to live on a farm. Are there farms in Oklahoma? There are. I want to live on a farm. And her dream is to be like a city girl her whole life. Like, and then in that case, I'm like, well, if you guys don't see it working ever, then maybe not. But if maybe he's like, no, like maybe I'll come back to the city or maybe we'll end up in the same place. Like you guys have very similar futures, like your futures align in similar ways. Why not give it a shot? Cause maybe you'll fall head over heels for one another. You'll do long distance for a year or two, and then you'll find your way back to one another. Yes. And I got to say this too now, because as you were talking to that, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about all these scenarios, people that I know where when you meet each other, one of them is like, I'm going to live on a farm forever. And the other one's like, I'm living in New York. And then when it comes down to it, it's like, okay, then we need to break up. And the person that wanted to live in New York's like, I'll live on the farm. Yeah. I love you so much. I will sacrifice all of that because I just want to be with you there. So there's that scenario. Mm-hmm. I can think of a million scenarios too, when they get married together and they both want to live in the city and then fast forward five years and it's just not what they both wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I'm reading this book right now where she talks about how there's like this little thing in your heart. It's your gut. Mm-hmm. But like, if you just, listen to that. Like if you get like really silent for a second and you're like, not what does he want me to do? Not what do I think I want to do? Not what should the path look like? Like, do I have to end it with him because I'm leaving in a year and that means we'll be separate? Do I have to? No, 
Mm-hmm. Can you? Yeah. But what do you, what do you both want to do? Actually want to do? Yeah. Like if you can't envision your life without this person and you're willing to put in the long distance, like, like, like I said, like, let's say this guy's like, I have to move for, or sh- I don't know who's moving. Who, should we just say? Uh, it doesn't say really. Okay, we'll say the guy's moving. Yeah. Makes easier sense in my head. If the guy's like, I have to move for my job, moving to Chicago, you live in New York right now. Like to me, it's like, okay, seems like the, the few, like the values align. Like you both like cities. He's moving for his career, which means he'd move again. And like, if you can't live without this person, like why end it now? Like, why don't you just try long distance, see where like the road takes you. But, but like I said, if, if he's, let's say moving back home and that's a place you refuse to ever go. Um, I, I personally don't believe in like, I wouldn't be able to move fully for someone because I don't think a person can make you fully happy, but also just like, just see where it goes. Well, know yourself say, all right, at the end of this year, am I going to be mad? I gave up the year or am I the kind that's like, no, I'll try anything. And if, and if it ends up that we broke up, it was worth it. Yeah. Like, no, know, know if you can handle that or not. And then know if you're, if you skew more negative, then you might be mad that you wasted the year. But if you're more positive, you might be like, I learned all this during that year. We had a blast and it still ended, but I don't regret it. Like you have to know you. Yeah. I also think too, I'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason. And if you guys aren't going to be together, the universe is going to find a way to not let you guys be together. But until that happens, like I, I think she should just give it a shot. I mean, like I said, we don't know the full story, but I don't understand why long distance doesn't work if you guys if your futures align in some way shape or form and there is such thing as a person that is good at long distance and that requires being good at your phone my my mom and dad did long distance for the first actually their whole relationship until they were engaged yeah my dad lived in connecticut my mom lived in minnesota they met at a wedding and my dad was like head over heels he like fought for my mom and they like they made it work and that was in the day of people didn't really have cell phones i don't think maybe home phones yeah they'd yeah because they were it was before we were born they probably had call times yeah yeah and they would visit each other i think only i want to say every it was probably more than once a month because like back then i don't think people flew as frequently mm-hmm. and they just both got on the same page where like they eventually were going to end up in the same place but until that time and that perfect moment happened they were just going to keep doing long distance because they were good at communicating yeah Aww. yeah like when grandma grandma did it for three years and it was always fine because we knew Phone rings, you answer it. If you can't, it's a quick text, but like you have to communicate. And if you can, you can. If you can't, then you can't. That I think is the biggest thing with long distance is like relationships do speed up like the timeline because you're not, when you're together, you're together for like three days straight. But you really have to turn up the communication levels and become a great communicator. I'll say won't work. And if you're not ready for that, then that's where you probably would want to end the relationship. Because, yeah, like, you got to make sure you're calling frequently, checking in on one another, being a little bit more um, of a, I don't know what the right word is, not like. Proactive? Like, yeah, but like, um, initiative. Yeah. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Initiative? Initiative. Initiative, yeah. With, like, the relationship, making sure you're, like, calling them and be like, how was this? How was that? Because it's like, you just have to, I don't know. It's it's a whole different form of communication when you get into long distance. Somebody the other day DM me and said, what's your one tip for long distance? And I never have known it. Now I know it. It's when you see each other, let's say you see each other once a month, making, so you'll be tempted because it might be like a Thursday to a Monday. So you're tempted to go to dinner every night and like make it this whole thing and it's like a trip. Mm -hmm. But taking that and making sure one, if not two nights are normal. So like you go to the grocery store, you come home and you go to bed at 9 p.m. Like you wake up and do like a normal morning routine so this person can like get to know you 
as you. And it's so much less of like a vacation and like frills because anybody can operate in like the fun times. Mm-hmm. But like, can you do the mundane, like the Tuesdays and the Wednesdays? Wait, Alex, I love that. Especially yeah. when you meet that person long distance. Like they aren't someone where you had a life together before they moved. Yeah. I think my tip would be, not that anyone asked, but I want to share mine, would be to make that person feel special at least once a week. Yeah, that's nice. It doesn't have to be sending flowers or anything. It could literally just be maybe mailing them a letter. I think, have you guys ever received a love letter? Yeah. Have you? I don't think so. I think like handwritten. So I, <laughs> once a day for six months. <laughs> have you, wait, what? When we broke up, I got one every day for six months. Oh yeah, duh. Um, do you guys know the, t- the TV sh- or the movies on Netflix? Are like back in 2018. It was like to all the PS, to all the boys I loved before you, like yeah. that series. Oh yeah. So um, a spinoff came out of that show of her little sister, but it got me to rewatch the whole series when I was in Charlotte. That's what I'd do every night when I'd go back to my hotel room. Is I would watch. That's so sweet. <laughs> these these movies and. They're all pretty much about like love letters. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm actually a very lucky person where the amount of love letters I've received in my lifetime is so many where I was like, that's, that's something where I'm like, I'm pretty grateful for that. That's nice. Cause a love letter can go a long way. And then I got sad because I realized I threw all of them away. And that's one thing I would recommend anyone. It doesn't matter if you're broken up with that person. I think you should keep the love letters. Wait, how, oh my God, I totally disagree. I, they're all gone. Yes. Oh, <laughs> they should be. Well, one like a lot of them were. So my ex boyfriend of five years was in the army, and he did basic training camp, and he would write me letters. Okay, that's nice. The other ones were from a guy that will never be in my life again. <laughs> those I burned. <laughs> and those I had a ceremony and something about burning something. Oh, it felt great. Oh, because it's gone, gone, gone. Like the trash is somewhere. Yeah, but that burn thing is like evaporated into air. Yeah, but I, I wish I would have kept um, the first guy's letters because those were like very sentimental. Yeah. And he was like my first love. Oh, I know. That's sweet. You're probably so far away from it now too that like, oh yeah, I mean he's married so it's fine. <laughs> but I just think it's, I think, I don't know, I think a love letter is like the sweetest thing. That's actually something I was talking to you about Ron. I was like, talk about an intimate gift, write someone a letter. That's, now we're talking. Even if it's like four sentences. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but now I'm thinking about, right, no, I agree. There's nothing more intimate than a letter. But then I'm thinking about the person he gave the perfume to. I'm like, it'd just be weird if you wrote her a letter. No, he should not write her a letter. I'm just saying, like, if you if you yeah. want an intimate gift, let's talk about love letters. That's there's you could give me the option between a diamond and like a love letter that you really wrote. And it's tough. I'm picking the diamond, but it's nice to know that the love letter is at least a close second. Yeah. I, I have this birthday card from somebody who literally he was like a crush back in the day. But at the time, like we nothing ever happened, but he just like wrote me like a four, like three sentence birthday card, and I still have it to this day. Well, there's something about a guy going to the store, picking out a card, and writing more than I just think about my dad. Love dad. Yeah, like if he can slap, happy birthday is good. But like happy birthday, I'm so proud of you. I hope you have a good day. I mean, and my mom could write pages, mm-hmm. but my dad, a guy going to the store and having the wherewithal to sit down and write something, volumes. Oh my God. If, if I got in a fight with a boyfriend and he want, or a guy I was seeing and he wanted to make it up to me, just write me a, love, a letter. Just profess your love to me. I agree. I feel like we are so on a tangent. So yeah, sorry. I love, I love, I love love and love letters. <laughs> I love love. Okay. Quick pause to talk about Shady Rays. 
do you have aviators but hate how they always get tangled in your hair? Yes. Especially me. I have long, long hair and it's fake and it's terrible. Shady Rays has these super cute new tangle-free aviators and seriously, it's pretty amazing. They honestly are like the best and they're cute. You can get the classic aviator look without the messy hair because of their custom patent-pending nose piece uh, that they designed specifically to avoid tangling. You can have the same classic aviator and be able to put them on your head with no problem, which ladies we know is the best for summer these frames are seriously lightweight but also feel very high-end plus shady race offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements oh my gosh again for summer that's the best there's absolutely no risk when you shop with shady rays if you don't if you don't love your pair, you can exchange you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. Wow, we love things that are risk-free. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Head to shadyrays.com slash tangle free with code mean girl. That's M-E-A-N-G-I-R-L for 30% off their best selling tangle free avi- aviators and much more. Say before they sell out and try yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Wow. That's a lot of people. Beow, beow, beow. <laughs> Rapid fire man round. Okay, when Jordan and I were in Charlotte, we just were like around NASCAR guys who were like guy guys. We're talking guys. We're, we're talking like men. Full on guys. They're not guys, they were men. They were full <laughs> men. So we're going to go rapid fire on just like the topics we did with them. Okay, here's the first one. Yes. A girl walks by the table and we meet her and we're like, she's adorable and beautiful and all that. And then she leaves. And one of the guys at the table is like, oh, she gives a great blowjob. And I was like, duh. Like, we knew that. And you're like, how? I was like, there's some girls you meet and you know she gives a good blowjob. I think there's three categories. One you meet and you're like, I have no idea. I can't tell. One category you meet and you think she's really good or she's really bad and then she's the opposite. And then there are ones that you meet. These are like the unicorns and you know she's good and she is good. And this was her. Yeah. Well, also our theory stands true because we we can I share that I met another girl we met a, another girl and Alex and I were like we don't think she's good because she's one of those girls who's so pretty where like she looks like she would know what she was doing but then like she's never really had to try that hard she'd just be like like it would just be messy and then one of the guys confirmed we were correct yeah one of them was like, mm-hmm, facts. I'm, really like I'm not gonna say anything and we're like that's that's saying something yeah it's it's just like there are some girls that have this personality which is like I know I'm hot mm-hmm you're welcome for being here. And when I'm doing anything for a guy or anything in the bedroom, I'm going to hit all the pressure points. I'm going to make this like a job for me. Like I want to see it through to fruition. I want to do the best that I possibly can service with a smile. And that was her. Don't you agree? That's kind of how it is with sex too. Like a guy will walk by, even if he's not like super, super hot, but you're like, he's definitely good in bed. You called it a um, big dick energy. Oh yeah. I mean, daughter about big dick I mean, I, well, I knew about it, but I, I had heard, but we, you were like, they, they got, like you could tell by why, how they dance, how they walk too. Yeah. Swagger on a guy. You could really tell by the way they dance, how they talk with their hands. Yes. Just how they maneuver in social settings too. Like they walk and they're like, and they're just like, yo, what's up? And they flip and you're just like, cool. <laughs> I can tell immediately. I'm like, sorry, what was that? <laughs> like, do you know, like the little hand, like a little, yeah, little bop. There's just been so, I remember there were like, a few times with my all my girlfriends like a guy that like you would never pick out of a, a of a, a group to like want to talk to but they walk by and you're like uh-huh he's definitely good in bed yeah you just they just they just know what they're doing i think it's so funny you give you give a girl like a list of 10 headshots only 
she'll say, all right, number seven's the hottest objectively right now. Then you remove their heads and you can't see them, but you have their bodies walk by you. You would pick somebody. Maybe you'd pick the same guy. That's, that's great. Mm-hmm. Most of the time though, I think you'd pick a completely different person that has nothing to do with the way they look like, but you're like, Oh, even like kissing. I'm sometimes I feel like you can just sense if someone's a good kisser. You're like, uh, yeah, they, they know how to kiss. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, Oh, interesting. Okay. What's the next rapid fire? Here it is. Oh, you want me to ask? I mean, I'll ask you, does ball size matter? Um, and this was truly something that we did not know. Like we're wondering if, okay. So the thing was, you know how they walk around the locker room yeah. and it's like a dick measuring contest, which I'm not actually sure if that's true or not. We were like, is anybody looking at the ball sizes or not? Does it bother? Like, does it matter to you? Absolutely not. I don't, I think as long as there's two there, I'm, I'm cool. I mean, I don't want the massive just for the fact, like, I don't want them like slapping anyone or, okay. This also too, you know, when you're having sex, sometimes like that, like the clapping noise that I hate that noise, mm-hmm. it just turns me off. And that's not a guy problem. That's sometimes my problem too. But it's like, if your stomach's hit or if like the balls hit and I just like, you guys know the sound I'm talking about, right? Yes. It's like, yes. Like popping almost. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to hear it. And I feel like if someone had big balls and then they're, they're having sex with you, you just hear like a. Yeah. And you're like, it's just like hitting. I'm like, I don't want it. I. Then it's, it's so interesting because it's like. Why would that? I think we were like strictly wondering, are they measuring that when they look around? Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, do you guys care? And they were like, no. Yeah. I don't know. I ball. Yeah. I just, they don't, I think just like two golf balls are great. Yeah. I would think, no, I would think ball size would not matter, but I don't know because here's the thing. I don't even know who came up with the whole, like you're, if you have a big foot, then you got a big dick. Like, I don't know who did that correlation. Yeah. I do think most of the time it seems to be true. Also, in no way she reformed. Should we be judging balls? Cause I feel like that'd be like, is that girl's labia is too big? But I don't think we're judging them. I think we were asking the question to them. Like, do you guys met, like talk about, is it a locker room talk like topic? Do we get an answer? Well, then the cake came out and it was ironically a banana with two ice cream scoops beside it. And then the joke turned into, yeah, ball size matters in this instance. Cause there'd be more ice cream. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, that didn't, that wasn't like, I have to imagine that the actual, like, is it a shaft? Is it called the shaft? The, the, the dick part? I feel like that would have to matter more for a guy, right? I would, I would think. I don't think I've really ever even thought twice about ball size, to Same. be honest. I can't even recall like any ball size. I don't even think it matters if there is just one. Like again, my friend Noon with one. Yeah, I don't like think I don't really. That's true. That's true, actually. Yeah. Like, is that real? Does that really That's matter? not the part we care about. No. In any way, shape, That's or That's not form. going in us. No. It, well, and it has like nothing to do with. There's nothing to do with like anything. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I, I, you're so right. Like, I've never. And also, too, with girls, like, girls actually don't really talk about this. No one's ever really, like, it was her dick big anymore. Yeah. No one's ever, like, were their balls good? <laughs> well, then then the guy had a good point. Well, the most obvious, we knew the question and answer immediately, but would you rather have a guy with a big dick or a guy with, like, the not biggest one, but he knew how to use it? And it's, like, immediately knows how to use it. Everybody at the table says that. Yeah. And it's, like, so then it doesn't even matter the size. It matters the skill. Yeah, motion of the ocean, baby. Yeah, so it's, like, that's so funny that... I I always found it interesting when somebody said like if he has a big dick he's like more of a man. What? Never heard that. No. Have you ever heard that? I mean, I 
just think that's like stupid as fuck. I, I think right? so too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Same. I think it's like the dumbest thing in the yeah, entire it's world. It's like saying she's only a woman if she has big tits. Oh. Uh, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, in a sense. Also, like, I- I'll take a medium sized right? dick every day. Yeah. Of the week. I don't like that. Surgery for that, though. True. You know what I mean? I know I don't like that either because I like a medium sized dick. Yeah. A guy who knows how to use a medium sized yeah, dick is, is a magician. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, what about a guy that knows how to use a large one? Better or still want the medium? Well, how how large is large? Not overwhelming. Oh, that that that's cool too. Um, sometimes they're like too big is just like too big, too big. There is. Do such you want to know what someone told me once? Like at work, she was like a sex therapist <laughs> at our job. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, she was a sex therapist that came in. We were just like talking, and I I forget how it came up, but she basically said that anyone that like uses magnums is like full of shit. Magnum really? condoms. Why? I don't know. Apparently it's just like a marketing ploy. Wait, so they're the same size as regular ones? Like, yeah, basically, yeah. Do you think that they feel cooler because they're like, this is uh, yes. a magnum? Do you think the girl assumes automatically too yes. and that it's bigger? Because, so my ex-boyfriend used to wear those. Oh, wow. And I, I don't know how that came up in conversation, but, and like, so like, if there was like magnums somewhere, everyone would be like, oh, they're, yo, they're his, like, whatever. It was like a jo- joke, I guess. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's like bullshit. Wait, I, isn't I, that crazy? If I saw a guy pull up magnums, I would be freaked out. I mean, I don't know if she's if it's like true, but I'm going to believe her. Like he would always be like, they don't fit me. The other ones I want to like, see, oh, please. And I'm now. like 19. So I'm like, yeah, you're so big. Yeah. Like you just <laughs> you assume that I mean? it like, was huge. My boyfriend uses magnum. Condoms. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. apparently it's like fake. Uh, that doesn't surprise me because even like the thin ones it's like how thin can you actually make yeah just like put it on yeah (laughs) yeah i would i mean i could see how it could be too small maybe i could see that the magnums could be stretchier yeah but not necessarily larger like i think they would fit more Mm -hmm. see when i think of magnums i'm not thinking length i'm thinking girth and that that's what scares me yeah because there's nothing Actually, no length can hurt too. Because have you ever have you guys have you guys ever had sex? Have you ever had sex in the instance where like a guy kind of like slams it in and you're not prepared and like hits the back wall and you're like, whoa, has ever happened? They're wider and stronger, apparently. Okay, but I guess the overall size is not. The strength makes sense, huh? Stronger makes sense. Yeah, so maybe stronger means like more, so it'll stretch more. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. But. I wouldn't say they'd be overwhelmingly like large. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, has that ever happened to you guys? So now I'm what? worried that's only happened to me. What? What? When a, when you're having sex and you're not prepared, like prepared for like the thrust they're about to do, and like it like feels like it hits the back wall of your oh, vagina, yeah. you're like, ooh, like yes. that. That's like where like the length is what f- when that freaks me. Oh, out. Oh right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like it hits your cervix. Yeah, it hurts. I got I got to go back to this. You saying you like medium dicks because I'm remembering a specific moment where a guy walked by and you said I heard he had a big dick. Why'd you care? <laughs> Wait, Why'd did? you report it? Yeah. I am sp- <laughs> so I'm just calling your bluff here. No, I am not saying I will. I like big dicks. I'm just saying. You said I prefer medium. Oh, I guess I more so mean like, like a five, six is perfect for me. Anything about like, it's not that I wouldn't take it. It just, I get a little scared. Okay. That's fair. Like I, I I just don't want to hurt. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But no, no, no. I mean, I've, I've had sex with guys with big dicks and it's been great. I just, I think I just mainly say it cause that's, I don't, I guess I don't really know. I guess as long as you know how to use it. 
That's I think that would be the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. And as long as you like yeah, as long as you know how to use it, I guess that's all that matters. Yeah, because you're right. Yeah, you. I want to know who that person is, though, that you're thinking of. I have his like image in my head. It's very distinct. Yeah, but I, I think I have his name wrong. I'm pretty sure Business I have his name insider. wrong. Business Insider. For all the connotations, however, it turns out that Magnum is not so large. It is the same length as standard condoms. Okay, then the girl right, was right. so freaking liars. So it's a marketing ploy. <laughs> so yeah, they guys probably feel cool putting like the oh Magnum on the bedside yeah, table. Like, Can I get Magnums, please? That's not going to fit me. Normal ones. We we came out with the episode once, and like these people were coming at us because we like were we promoting like condoms and safe sex, and I was like, in what world are people? If you're listening to this podcast and like us not talking about condoms is persuading you not to use condoms, like what? That was like the hand washing thing. Just fend for yourself. Yeah. Like, like just fucking like we're not the Bible. Also, you don't know my history with these men. I, like someone was coming at me because they were like thinking I slept around. I'm like, I'm sorry, but this guy I was speaking to, I had been dating and I knew his history. Well, just think for yourself. Yeah. Like don't. If people listen to this podcast <laughs> and we say something and they take that away. Okay. Uh, think for yourself. Also. Don't ever listen to us. Like, we'll listen to when us it comes every to sex. Monday. Oh, yes. Every single Monday, put this podcast in your ears. But don't take for what don't take what we say and be like, yep, that's fact. Literally, because we are learning everything. Can you, you I can imagine listening to something everybody said that make yes. Like you would constantly be like running all over the planet. They Jordan and Alex don't use condoms. I'm not gonna use a condom. <laughs> she wore army flip-flops, so I wouldn't buy army or flip-flops. Come yell at us, and it's like, just you do you and we'll do us. Yeah. You just did into a microphone. Move on. Um, can I ask? I need to ask Alana the, the, that question. What? Oh, yeah. Ask her. Alana, do you have a list of every guy you've slept with? Yeah. With names. Yeah. Okay. But so, I have a short list. So we were, we were sitting with, um, they were, they're all like older guys. Mm-hmm. And something got brought up and I don't remember how it was, but it was like, oh, well. one of them couldn't remember if they slept with a girl or not. That's wild. Yeah. He, the one of them was like, I think, and we were like, and you said, I would just check my list. list. And, but then Alex was like, I, you didn't, you never have heard of it or you don't know anyone has a list. Is that what it was? I just had, I didn't think people had like real, like updated lists. Cause you don't have a list. No. And I was like, I was shocked because me and all my friends have a list, but those two guys were like, girls have lists? Why? And I never really understood the why too, but I just thought all girls had it. My favorite part was the wheels turning. <laughs> How many lists am I? And they're putting it in there and they're waking up in the morning updating it. Here's the, here's the thing that I don't understand. I feel like if you experience something with anyone, you remember it. Like if someone was like, hey, did you and Carly ever get dinner together? Yes. Mm-hmm. You remember. You remember it. You're yeah. sure. You know what I mean? Like, that's the part I don't understand about that. Yeah, I think my list is mainly for my memory, so I can look back and be like, yeah, I remember that person. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Somebody entering you is a pretty <laughs> big deal, so I think you're allowed to write them down by name on a, on your app and your phone. The best part about that, though, I think, is when you open it, you're like, Oh my gosh, I forgot about Paul. Yes. How, and like, you're not mad. You're not, you don't feel anything other than like, I should remember that. <laughs> or you can be like, oh my God, Bob, I forgot about him. That was such a crazy night. What a, what a fun memory. <laughs> we were in Cabo and he had a friend and then I saw him in the airport. Like little things like that, that you're not going to remember right off the bat. Yeah. But like, if there's anything we write down in life, let it be that. Yeah. I feel like I just assumed all girls had lists and I don't have a list of guys because they've also, the guys asked this too. They're like, do you have a list of all the guys you've like gave head to made out with? But then my counterpoint was most guys that I've had oral sex with, I've had sex with. 
so I don't, but I also don't have a makeout list. Like I do know some girls who have like a makeout list. I'm like, I don't have that. Well, in high school, I definitely had a kiss list. Oh, of course. And then in college, I think I tried to continue the kiss list and then you're like, okay, well, moving on. You know, anyway, they're like that list. And then you're like, this list is That's yeah. a CBS receipt. And the guys were <laughs> yeah. the guys are like, Are you scrolling on your list? She's like, No, but if you are scrolling on your list, each their own. Yeah, that's fine. Like I'm not yet. Scroll, baby. <laughs> Might be single for ten more years. I don't know. But yeah, I was like Wait, so you asked them an actual person and he couldn't remember if I, they had sex or not? I actually don't think that was it, because that's pretty brash. Like but it was weird because you and I, you knew about my list before this because we were just talking about it. I think you and I. Yeah, but I did not know it was like we were going to go to the notes app and it was going to be like list and then it was going to be like fully up. So you like, were, you have it written down? Yeah. Wait, oh, where's your list? I thought it was a mental list. I said I had a mental list in my brain. No, we have a notes app on here and it's updated. Yeah. Oh, all, wow. Me and all my friends do. It's like we have like a literal like in our private notes. Like it says mine literally says list and it's just like every guy I've had sex with. Mine says list. And I don't keep it for the sense it's long because it's not a long list. I just, I like to look back and be like, oh yeah. I think there's nothing Fred, wrong with it. That was so fun. Oh, I, I dated Billy Bob. That was great. I'm for it. Yeah. It's better you treasure them than forget about them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was just funny because he was like, you don't actually have a notes app where it says list. I'm like, no, I, I do actually. So funny. Real life. I just wouldn't be able to remember. Even if it was five people, I wouldn't be able to remember those five people in my head. No. Like I don't have that great of a memory. I have a memory of like an 80 year old grandma. Well, and selective too. So maybe there might be some we deleted. Yeah. Like but I need to keep myself accountable. Can't do that. <laughs> right. Right. Um, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself is a lifelong process. This is because we're always changing and always growing. Therapy is about deepening your self-awareness and self-understanding to help you discover your best self. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on a journey of self-discovery and meet you where you are. Sometimes you can become so busy that self-care is brushed off to the side. Jordan and I love therapy. We go to it weekly and it's made such a big difference in our life. Therapy can be an effective way to give yourself the time you deserve to focus on you. So if you're ready to put yourself first, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash meangirl today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash meangirl. Woo. Um, okay. Luna. Aging out of bars. Oh, oh. Right. So this weekend when I was down the shore, Mike and I were like trying to figure out what to do because we felt a little weird going to the places that we have been going to for like ever, mostly because my youngest brother just turned 21 and like he was going and it was just kind of weird, like whatever. So he texted someone that we work with and was like, what do we do now? Because he was, the guy's older than us. He's like in his mid thirties and he was like, just because you're older doesn't mean that you have to stop going out. You just go to different bars, really. And he just gave us, like, a list. And we were like, wait, like, what the fuck? Like, of course. Like, it's not like it's this or nothing. Like, you just – you don't have to stop going out. You just go to different places. And, like, I love that because I feel anxiety about that recently. I'm like, wait, am I too old to be, like, going out? But it's just like, yes, I'm too old to be going out the way I was. Right. You know? But not in general. No, that put me at, at so much peace. Yeah. 
Well, I was okay. So that that's how you say that. I was actually talking to my best friend Sydney, and she was saying how some of like okay, so basically these older friends we know that are like forty five went out this weekend, and like the the husbands were so hungover and like so, and they they had had a blast. But they were at like the golf course, and they went out to dinner, and then they went out to a bar, and then they went to a house party. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like so that's a very normal like what a fun day like go full sin still hungover, but it's like you just you're not going to the twenty one year old bars waiting in a line anymore. But like I know I probably know more of my parents' friends that are wild, more wild than we are. Mm-hmm. Well, in what when did we come up with this idea that? When you get older, you have to stop having fun. Right. Like, I think that we shouldn't change what we do. The places we go to just seem to change. Mm -hmm. Yes. And like, even I was thinking about how people have parties. Like, I was talking with the group about, okay, this day and age, the older you get, if you host a party and stuff, like, you don't tell people to like, BYOB. Yeah. You're like, I'll supply. Like, we're at the ages now where like, you have the party, you host the party. Yeah. If you're going to throw a party and have people travel and like, you're going to, and like, you just do things a little bit differently, but we all just kind of like mature. Yeah. And it was a good reminder because when we were in Charlotte, the people we were with were older. Like we said, we were with, or I don't think we have sex. We haven't told the story yet, but we were with anyone from like our age up to 60. Mm -hmm. And it was like a really lovely reminder to be around people who were still having just as much as fun as we were, but they were older and it was a good reminder for me being like, wait, just because you get older doesn't mean you have to stop having fun going out and drinking. It's just, you start going out with people your age, you go to different places and you have, you can spend more money so you can do cooler things. I was going to say, I would actually make the argument that older people are more fun because they can travel more. They're like less likely. They're not going to stand at the bar. They're like, we'll get a table. You know, like you can just, you just do more. Yeah. Even in New York, um, a lot of me and my friends are struggling with going out, but it's because we aren't venturing out to, well, we recently started venturing out to older places. Like we were so stuck in going out and, in like the West Village area, which is now, if you live in New York, we'll know it's like kind of New Murray Hill where it's all college kids. But now we go out more in like Fidei and Seaport where you go out and you're like, wait, everyone's like 29, 30. This is great. And we're like having more fun with it. Yeah. And you meet people. And I, you you can spend, you like we said, you can go to like cool dinners before. You don't just have to like go to the trashy bars all night. Well, and I don't know if you noticed this in Charlie, but like we had like conversations with people. Yeah. Like that's the thing too about yes. being around them. They can talk. Yeah. It's not just like shy. It's like, yeah, bro, you're gonna hook up with her. It's like, <laughs> what's everyone do? Like, what do you do? Okay, where's your favorite place you've been? Travel. Like you you have like an uplifting combo. Yeah, and I think a lot of people I've seen this in the DMs a few times where people are even like, How do you keep having fun when you get older? Like, how do you spice things up in your relationships? And it's like I think you just have to keep doing the things you did when you were younger. You just have to change the people you're around and the your scenery. Like it doesn't matter if it's friendships, romantic relationships or what, like keep having fun. There's no, there's no rule that said that you can't do this at this age. Well, and the older you get to like evolve with the times. So like, yeah, you don't go out till 4am every time, but like if you're in Miami or something, maybe you do, but then you also know like, okay, my friends are doing less of, the waiting in the lines at the bars. Okay, well, where are they going? Okay, we're doing nice dinners. And then from there, like one thing leads to another, but you have to like keep evolving or else yeah. the world, I think if you stay in that rut of like go out, go out, go out, go out, the world does pass you by. Mm-hmm. But if you learn the balance of like go out, I want to have fun, but I also want to work hard, do all these things, like it works itself out. Yeah, like I 
don't like to stay out till 4 a.m. anymore. I love like a little bit more like brunch or day drinking yeah. and being home by like three, four, five. And one lends a hand to the other too. Like the harder you, like if you're working in things, okay, you're making more money, like you're learning more, okay, then you go out, you're talking to different people, you know more, like it's all this like whole cycle. If you get too caught up in one, you miss the other and then like the circle's not complete. Yeah. I love that. It was, it was a very nice message. Wait, I have an am I the asshole question. Great. Ooh, okay, love. so at this bar, that is this, is, is, this, is this coming this from is you first? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love these. So at this bar, it it was it's like the Parker House, but it's older. So like I was probably I'm 27. I was probably like the youngest there. So, so you're in the Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. It's like 26 to probably my parents' age, late 50s, right? Mm. But it was so fun, and everyone's like drinking and dancing. So I'm with a group of guys and my two girlfriends. So we're the only three girls. And I couldn't find my two girlfriends and I'm, I'm looking for them and they're in the bathroom line. The bathroom lines, maybe like six people long. So I'm like, Oh my God, I found you guys. And I start talking to them and we're like, just yucking it up. And this older woman, probably 50, like taps me on the shoulder and she goes, excuse me, you don't think that you're cutting me in line, right? in like this really rude tone. And I was just like, well, no, I was just like talking to my friends and she was like, you should get out of line. So I did. I, I, I fought or fought fight or flighted. I, I picked flight. And then her and my friends started fighting with each other, like arguing. And she was just like, do you want to go in front of us? Like, it's not a big deal. It's one person. And then my friend was just like, you and I are very different people. Like that's how she like left it off with her. But I was like, wait, like, I feel like people our age let a girl or two cut in line to talk to their friends and don't say shit. I was like caught off guard by that, honestly. Wait, when you weren't going to pee? I mean, like maybe I was, but that's not the intent. That's not why I was there. I was just talking to them, you know? Uh, you get pissed about that? I'm with the, I'm with the lady. So, really? Here's the thing. I would be with the lady initially. I would never be rude about it, but I would just be like, hey, like, I really have to pee. Do you mind like following the order of things? But if you were like, I'm not actually peeing. I just want to chat with my friends. I'd be like, oh girl, then pop off. Like, That's what stay. I said. Well, but if I know this is, this is my thing on lines. If I, cause it takes even everything in me to even walk up to my two friends. Really? I always turn to the girl behind. I say, I'm not peeing. I know it looks, I always make it clear right off the bat. Wow. I never say anything to anyone. Well, but think about if everyone did that, like these right. bar lines, well, then we've got, see, I, I, I am a person who will say something. If really? Cuts, oh, oh yeah. See, I chalk it up to just the nature of being at bars. No, like mm. I'm not a very aggressive Damn. person. Sober. We were, we were shocked by that. I know I will. If I'm sober, that's the one thing I will find, like confront someone in is if someone cuts me in line, I will literally be like, excuse me. I was actually ahead of you. If, but we, especially if they come and join and if my friends could be first and the line could be 20 i'll go to the back yeah that's different every time yeah um, they were at the end of the line but there was, was somebody like behind people. them yeah she was like do you want to go in front and she said like no that's just not the etiquette but because that fucks the person behind them there was no one behind her so it was just her yeah so it was her and not someone else bill. that's when you say okay <laughs> Well, that's where she should just go Damn. ahead. I was shocked. I'm shocked to hear you guys. Well, I get what you're saying, but like, I guess the scenario, like in person, it was just like weird. Yeah. Yeah. But we I mean, were all shocked. I don't think the lady should have been rude about it. I think yeah, she, she was a, she was a, a see you next Tuesday about it. I think yeah. she should have been a lot nicer. Um, but I, I understand where she's coming from. 
at this damn i'm also like yeah i may be i may be very like blase about stuff like that well i think her delivery too though like every time if she comes at it as a see you next tuesday it's never going over right just be like you get more bees with honey than vinegar do you mind if she's gonna join you do you mind if i go ahead of you and like five minutes late like a few minutes later someone like cut the whole line because they had to like puke or something and everyone was cool with that yeah, I mean, if I, I'm not ever being rude about it, I'm just like, hey guys, like I've been in line for a really long time. I have to pee really bad. Do you mind? And usually the person's nice about it. And they're like, yeah, I'm just like chatting with my friends. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. Well, this, and in, in when I was in the Hamptons, it was a line and it was a fir- to order and it was a first come, first serve of the seating. And there, and I had ordered and I was standing off to the side waiting on a table to get up so I could get it. But like my food was being prepared and this old couple came in and they got in the back of the line to order and a table got up and the girl beelined and sat in it. And I was like, and I went over to her and I was like, you haven't even ordered yet. Like there's people here waiting that are standing up. And she was like, first come first serve. And I was like, no ma'am, like you weren't even, like I was, you were significantly closer because this is the table that got up. But I know you can see us all standing over here waiting and like our food's going to be ready 20 minutes before yours. And I thought that, like, I, I always, I thought that was like crazy of her. I think I'm that's on proper the, planning. On I'm, on, I'm on the other that's girl's side. That's divide and conquer. Because I don't think you have any right to a table because of your, your ordering status. No, it says order than sit. Oh, the, well, you didn't tell me there was a oh, sign. So, well, it usually says that. Sorry. No, it is don't sit until you've ordered. Oh, well, then that. Well, okay, I'm sorry. I'm like, in no world, there are ever signs. I would never be aware of that. Oh, I re- I'm always like, because I, I always want to know, can I sit before or not? <laughs> well, you know I'm a rule follower, so I'm I not like, upset. And I was like, did she just, and like, we're clearly standing. Okay, then I'm on your side. If there's a sign that says, do, specifically says, do not sit until you order, I'm on your side because I'm a chronic rule follower where I would be that person who's like, I follow the rules this whole time. How dare you? I was like, I waited to order to sit. I had a partner. We could have divided and conquered. Okay, that makes more sense. If there was no sign, I would be on the girls. <laughs> but since there's a sign, I'm a rule follower. We all got a band. I was like, no, we got to be like orderly. Yeah, that makes sense. Or everyone with food sitting down and people that don't have their, people have theirs are standing eating. I just hate when people are, um, it's like social etiquette doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Like I said, I'm chronically a rule follower and I follow social etiquette and all that stuff where like, it's in my head. I'm like, this is so unfair. Why am I following the rules? If you're not going to follow the rules, but I have to follow the rules, but I have to follow the rules or I can't. Yeah. Like, I know I'm with you. Always. Society wouldn't function. No. And then there's, yeah, it's just like, no, the bathroom one's good though. That's, I yeah. knew the question when you started it. Yeah. I was like, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But her, I just, maybe, I, maybe we were so shocked because like we would never do that. Delivery in right. those, those scenarios. My delivery to the girl matters. Do you know how many people cut me in line walk, going into the place? I'm sure. Oh, my God. Kinda... Tell, tell the story about the delivery of the girl bumping into the girl at the airport. That was phenomenal yesterday. Do you remember? Because I can tell it too. The girl bumping into the girl? <laughs> so, because you just said delivery is everything. Yeah. It was. It delivery. That's what I'm saying. When I walked up to this girl in the restaurant, I was so nice. You have to tell the story of the airport one. Okay. There was this girl walking. Mm-hmm. And she she had a, like a walk little slow walking thing and another girl bumped into her because she got bumped so she bumped her and the girl that was the slow walker said excuse you and the nice girl turned around she said i'm so sorry i got bumped and i ended up hitting you have a great day and turned around and walked off and alex and i were like wow the like i the respect i have for that lady she didn't turn around and say fuck off excuse you too yeah Yeah. my bad i got hit then hit you and like every and i was like Wait, everybody's happier now. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be friends with that girl. And then this guy bumped into us and he was like, I am so sorry. I did not mean to bump into you. I'm like, wow. 
Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Saying my bad goes such a long way. I mean, like, that was on me. Sorry. But to, like you said, delivery is truly yeah. everything. That's all of it. It's it's phenomenal. Um, okay, should we end with our one last theory of the episode? Yes. We have another theory that we invented in Charlotte. And I would say it's probably bulletproof to seeing if a guy you're dating is a good guy or not <laughs> in some situations. We call it the the glass theory, and I'm going to be asking every single guy I date going forward this question. And if my if my future husband doesn't answer it correct, he won't be my future husband. So what happened was we were at a I would say a club bar, but we were all sitting down, and there was like bottle service in front of us, and we were with guys for eight, uh, ranging from 27 to six years old, and the 29 year old. So I was sitting here. And I had open-toed shoes on. And there was glasses above me. And the 29-year-old bumped over a glass and it shattered right next to my foot. Someone could argue shattered on my foot. So he dropped it. Yeah, he, oh. he bumped into it and it, it, the glass shattered right next to my foot. Glass was on my foot. And it was so interesting to see what all of the guys did because they were all different ages. The 29-year-old did nothing. He just kind of stared and looked, just may, think that someone else would do it for him. And then... But the, he was the offender. He was the offender. And he just stared at it. And then there was a guy who was 30, I think he's 36. And then there was a six-year-old. The 36-year-old, like, like it was like it's happened to him 20 times before, grabbed my shoe and immediately was like, do you have glass on you? Are you okay? Wiped the glass off my shoe. The six-year-old did the same thing. He grabbed my shoe, dusted the glass off. And it was just so interesting because in my eyes, it really taught me, like, like what a man will like if a, what a man will do in that situation is how a man will treat you like i think there's so many things that could happen a guy could just do nothing a guy could literally be like waiter waiter we need a broom yeah. wait do you want me to stop yeah, sorry, oh no you are yeah bleeding do you want me to stop or keep going okay <laughs> sorry alex had a period issue <laughs> Like, oh shit, I've never seen that happen before where there's blood on someone's feet. She actually just bleed through her pants. Yes. I didn't see it. She got up and there was actual blood. It happened to her on the plane yesterday too. Oh my God. Are you free bleeding? (laughs) Oh yeah. No, she's tampon up there. Damn. but I think what what this can show is a guy, like three things can happen in my mind. A guy can just stare and do nothing. A guy can go ask a waiter or someone who works there to do the, the work for him. Or a guy can be hands-on and help a girl. And I put this this question on my Hinge profile so that'd be a funny prompt. And a lot of people made comments like, oh, I would go get a waiter to help clean it up. or Or I would do this or that and not a lot of people were like i would make sure you were okay first or i would take care of you first and it was just really eye-opening because in my eyes i was like i want a man who will think of me first and take care of the situation themselves and help me first and i don't know i just feel like it's a theory that will really show you like the type of guy that you're gonna date did anyone on hinge say that they would have like picked you up yes there was actually a few guys who were like i would have picked you up and given you a piggyback ride out of there and made sure you're okay i had guys who who were like i would grab your shoe to make sure there's no glass on it some guys were like i would just sit there and laugh or i would yeah i was like well this isn't funny you're done um a lot of guys were like i would have asked a waiter to to um clean it up so we asked another group of guys and another guy i think he's like 27 or 28 what did he say what was his answer jared 
oh, uh, did I spill it? Yeah, his first thing was like, well, who spilled it? And we were like, eh. And then we asked another guy who I think he's 43. He was like, well, I would immediately ask if you were okay and grab your shoe. And I was like, I'm like, okay. I don't know. I thought it was fascinating. Well, I feel like most people, <laughs> most people, this is more of like a less of the right answer, more of an easy weed out moment. Like yes. most people with a brain know what to do. I think they're most of them do, but that one, like he already had all of these flags. Well, yeah, but you're so right. I think it's not about the right answer. It's or like, it's more of just like weeding out the week. Yes. Especially if you value a hands-on person who will put you first, which I think most of us do. I do. But I, I just think it's very showing. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. I just think it shows like where they're at in life. Yeah, where their head's at. Yeah. More, it more shows you like, are they like self-centered or like not? Yeah. So I, I, I mean, it's, my, it's the glass here and I'm going to be asking every guy I date this question going forward. You're going to be like, <laughs> every time we talk to a new group, you be like, Dead or alive, who are you going to eat with? I'm going to be like, okay, glass theory. Okay, question about the glasses. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, it was also very fascinating because literally every guy above the age of 32 answered the same and every guy below the age of 32 answered it the same. Yeah. Well, the, well, I think though, I think there's some mama's boys out there that are going to nail it below 30 though. Oh, on Hinge, there was a few guys, I was telling Alana, she asked, she's like, what are the Hinge answers been in? There was a few guys who were like, I would pick you up, give you piggyback right out of that bar immediately and they were like my age. Yeah, they got mamas and sisters and... Yep. Or a real whippersnapper of a dad. <laughs> and even like on Hinge too, it's like some people are making jokes, which it's funny, but like that also goes to show me the person they are where it's like, I'm not really looking for a jokester at this point in my life. You're not. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Like we don't, it's not like, uh, like, yeah, as a low hanging fruit to joke with. Yeah. Quick pause to talk about Adam and Eve. Who wants better sex? Raise your hand. Everyone's Ooh. hands raised. You guys can raise your hand too. And who wants to heart start having better sex immediately? Raise your hand. You can all raise your hands too in your car while you're driving. The best way to get started is to go to adamandeve.com right now. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item, plus free shipping, which includes rush processing. Don't wait. Better sex is just one click away. And you guys, they mail it in like discreet packaging, so it's the best. So your neighbors don't know. Your mom doesn't know. It doesn't matter. Bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your bedroom. Jordan is obsessed with their vibrators. And they have the little rose petal one, right? I got a new one, yeah. Ooh. I actually own two from Adam and Eve. Heck yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be as adventurous or not as adventurous as anything you desire. Just enter code MEANGIRL at checkout. That's MEANGIRL, M-E-A-N-G-I-R-L at adamandeve.com. This is always such a good offer. 50% off just about any item. Plus free shipping. Go to adamandeve.com. Enjoy. Woo! Um. Okay. A-B. Oh, my God. What? You know, I always am like, A.B., do what you do best. Yeah. I didn't do that last episode. Oh, I thought you did. Did I? I think so. I would like notice if you didn't. Okay. I, I had period brain last episode, so I don't know. Okay. So oh, I would 100% be like, what? A.B., <laughs> do what you do best. Like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Facebook. TikTok. Follow. I was like, there's one I'm missing. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave us a five-star review. And keep sending us those listener questions with a lot of detail.